My sisters and brothers, good afternoon. Our scripture and gospel this afternoon bring us to the borders of Galilee and Samaria, where Jesus is going to places that are uncommon for a Jewish rabbi to be preaching. There is no love lost between the Samaritans and the Jews, but nevertheless, Jesus goes there. His traditional image is one of a healer, but this is not just about healing. There's something deeper here, something that places us in relationship to God and how we respond with our responsibilities to the gift of his love and how we live according to what we have received. How we are blessed by giving thanks. How we must never take for granted what is given of the love of God with labor and sacrifice. Several years ago, I was traveling in West Africa, and I heard a story about a king who did not believe in the goodness of God. He had a Christian servant who, in all circumstances, said, My king, never be discouraged. Everything God does is perfect. My God makes no mistakes, even when we suffer or are disappointed. One day, the king and his servant were hunting, and the king was attacked by a wild animal. And although his servant protected and saved his lord's life, he could not prevent the king from being bitten and losing a finger. The king showed no gratitude to his servant and said, If your God was good, I would not have been attacked and lost my finger. My king, the servant replied, Despite all that happens in life, I can only tell you that God is good. He alone knows the why of all things and is never wrong. The king punished his servant for that response and put him in prison. On another day, while hunting, that, that king was captured by a tribe who made human sacrifices to their gods of earth and weather. And as they prepared to sacrifice him, they saw that his body was not complete. He was missing one of his fingers. And because of that was an imperfect offering to their earth and weather gods. He was then released to return to his palace where he freed his servant and said to him, your God was good. I was almost killed by savage men and women, but for lacking one finger, my life was saved. My wound has made me whole again. He then said to his servant, but if your God is so good, why did he permit me to punish and imprison you? And the servant replied, my king, such is God's blessing upon me. Had I been with you, it is I who would have been sacrificed. I have no missing finger. You see, everything God does is perfect. He is never wrong. I will always return to him to give thanks, even when I don't understand his purpose. What does that story and today's gospel mean for us in the body of Christ? It means this, that we are called to act upon our blessings, to peacefully oppose those who challenge our faith, to remain true to the holy promise of God's love, even when bad or difficult things happen, and they will. If not to us here today, then perhaps to the poor. If not to our children, then to the children whose lives are taken away in clinics in the name of personal freedom. 
if not to our family, then to the many Catholic Christian families in our cities and around the world who suffer for their increasing and godless attacks of those who intend to harm or break our Catholic faith. I've lived in the politics of 14 presidents. I know that I don't look like I'm 97. I am not. <laughs> but in all of my years, I've never seen a greater opportunity for so many to return to the body of Christ and give thanks for the faith and country by which we are blessed. And not just to receive that blessing, but to show it to the families, the communities, and the workplaces in which we live. Suffering and hardship can challenge our faith, whether it's physical, financial, or political. False gods are always rising to mislead our children and to steal parental authority. Activists threaten and legislate against our freedom to worship. The devil is busy. His accusations in many ways are so tragic, but they call us to oppose his deceptions and honor God for our blessings. We are always called to do so, to act, to pray, and to take upon ourselves the initiatives that protect our freedom in Christ. And all of that begins by giving God praise and thanks. God is never wrong. We may be. We will be. But God works for the good of those who love him. The Lord does wondrous deeds, as the psalm reminded us a few moments ago. If we're ever tempted to question that, remember what we've heard in today's scripture. Because its message is not only about healing. It's about being aware of who we are as a people of faith and being grateful for what we have received. God's image is before us, above us on the cross. Its presence is with us in every breath that we take when we give thanks to the sacrifice and grace that Jesus brings to us in his Holy Eucharist. It's not something that we can purchase. That price has been paid. It's a gift freely given to those willing to return to him, to receive it, and to tell others. In the first reading, Naaman, a great general afflicted with leprosy, cannot buy healing from God's prophet, Elijah. But through prayer and promising a life of thanksgiving to God, he is cleansed of his wounds. He's given the new and unblemished skin of a little child, which is why St. Paul then tells us we must persevere and in all things give thanks and never give up especially when the hardships we carry and the social and personal chaos around us can seem so senseless and completely without reason. The question is, do we give up? Or do we act according to the true gift and graces that we have received in our faith? I know that I fall short of that every day. So how do we protect the traditions and blessings of the gift that we've received? We give thanks. We praise God. We remember who we are as Catholic Christians and like the Samaritan outcast, graciously return to acknowledge what we've received in our faith and by the sacrifices that so many men and women as parents and military, first responders and police, 
priests and teachers and this holy family family have made for our freedom in this good place, in this good church, in this good country. That freedom in the Eucharist which we are about to receive from this altar excludes no one. It welcomes all. But the gospel tells us that of those many who have been healed, only one understands what has happened. Only one returns to give thanks and is then told by Jesus to do what? To stand up and go. To show God's good work. To attribute our blessings to their true source to practice our gratitude by living the love and traditions of our faith and my brothers and sisters also of this good country. We must never take any of our gifts for granted. No one here is entitled. We have been blessed. And now, like that Samaritan, though often as outsiders opposed by so many secular ideologies, as a people of faith, we are called to express our thanks to God in all things. Just as that West African Christian servant to his godless ruler knew, we can be made whole again, often by our wounds. And although the mystery of God is beyond us, even when we fail to understand his purpose, his goodness will not fail. But we as Catholics may sometimes believe that we are just one of many, like that returning leper, nine were cured, one was healed. Let us be that one so that we, we may always count our imperfect selves among those who, though blemished or wounded, will return to give God thanks and praise in all things and to show ourselves to others. Amen. Amen.